morning, everybody. Hey, Pastor Pat Rankin with my co-host and friend, Mike Wood Sr., the first elf for Santa Claus. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. <laughs> Do you, you ever feel like an elf? Uh, I got you, please. No, but uh, we are. I guess, you know, there's a lot of things that I want to be, but Elf was never one of them. A, you believe it? <laughs> yeah. So, I uh, hope you guys had a good Christmas. I hope we're on. I guess we're on, aren't we? Let's see. There we are. All right. Want to say hi to Deanna Fletcher? Want to say hi to Mary Van Grip? Want to say hi to Donna Wood? Hello, hello, hello. Uh, what a great steak. Last night. It was very good. Delicious. Well, yeah. Sure the was. Too. Yeah. So share the show um, and let everybody know we are live and Jody George is on the show today. So I want to say hi to Jody George. So Mike, if you want to start us out and lift us up in prayer, Mark Dennis is watching the show this morning and want to thank you guys for being. I don't see... All right, Tony Lohagan's on. Donna's on. I was good seeing him at the play the other night, wasn't it? Yeah, nice to see. I was thinking about him. He had a, uh, a horse that had an injury and got it all fixed up. So, good. praise God for that. Uh, Mike, start us off with some prayer, will you, brother? Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to start off by being so thankful for all the praise reports and all the great things that happened this past year and leading up to the end of the year this year. We just love you so much. and. So thankful for the, all you've done in our lives. We ask you continue to guide us and lead us. And uh, as we begin our Overcomer Hour, in Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Uh, I want to say hi to Dot Moore, Slingshot, Van Griff, Roxanne Galati. And thank you all for sharing the show. We're going to be talking about reflection, talking about prayers. If you got either... Uh, of them um, with your prayers please send them up we want to pray for you pray you have a good year and I'll start with you Mike did you make any New Year's resolutions ah uh, yes I did you're going to be fit as a fiddle I heard in 2023 well you know you can hear a lot of stuff, but we just have to wait. We just gotta wait. See how it all shakes out. Yeah, but you know what? Well, you know what? No, I'm not going on there looking like I want to be a bass fellow. I'm going on there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, I want to thank um, Molly Trot for giving us the Christmas blend and coffee. It's delicious, isn't it? Oh, it's wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, so want to know what uh send up your new year's resolutions eric busby's on the show tell us what it is you're gonna do i want i'm gonna be uh obviously need to lose some weight um need to be i'm trying to think of what else it is i want to do probably just be a little more adventurous yeah. if that's possible i like being adventurous uh tell us what it is that you guys are going to do so Losing weight, probably probably working out more, losing weight, and being a little more adventurous. Uh, I always like to try to crank up the prayers mm -hmm. a little more. And uh, 
There you go. Eric Busby says, be more kind. Do you know what? I sent that out yeah. uh, to my uh, wife and daughter yesterday. I said, this is Be Kind Day. So I said, just let's work on being kind. I wonder what the world would be like if we were all a little kinder. A better place. A better place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Eric, he could lead the way in our Be Kindness camp. Yeah, that's a good word to me. Yeah, Carrie Glass. Carrie Glass says, top of the morning to you all. God bless you all. Now, we're excited that you are on the show, everybody. We're going to be talking about reflection. And what we want to do is reflect on the good things of God, reflect on the Christmas story, reflect on um, what it is we can glean from that story. I know a lot of times during Christmas we get so busy. Uh, we're good about being at church, and we're even good about reading our Bibles. But we need to learn how to uh, draw closer to the Lord, mm -hmm. uh, take those facts, take those promises, and then apply them to your life. I think that's a, uh, I think that's something we could all do uh, a little better and a little more of. I think we'd be a better person if we'd spend more time with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Anything. Amen. Amen. Mike Zimmerman's on the show this morning. Good morning to you, Z. Um, and we don't have a uh, picture that's come over yet, but we got the words coming over. Yes, we did. It's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. So how's that looking out there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, if they couldn't see us, they'd say something. You guys can see both me and Mike, I guess. On my picture, it's only showing Mike, which is fine. But I uh, uh, want to thank you guys for being on the show. I think our show. I think with you talking, that is throwing off. Yeah. I think it froze up on us, but... Uh, uh, so anyways, let's get into our prayer request, uh, put my specs on, and, and talk about a few. So if you have prayer requests, send them up, we'll be praying for you. Uh, let's see, we are praying for Pete. He has a prayer request for a lady. Pastor, you did such a good job decorating the table. Uh, Mark Dennis says, looks good on this. And okay, thanks. Uh, that's fine. Let's see. We are praying for Pete's prayer. He needs a job, and he is praying also for a lady with cancer. And I know you guys have a lot of uh, prayer requests out there, and maybe somebody is struggling with cancer. Please send them up. Um, I did get to uh, pray for a pile of prayer requests oh, yesterday yeah. when I was in my office from the weekend. Uh, and thank you guys for being at the uh, uh, our Christmas service, man. It was wonderful. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh, it was great. It was a nice, nice service. Sure started today praising the Lord, didn't we? Yeah, started the Christmas day praising the Lord. I guess that's the best way you could do it. Yes, it is. Start today would be praising the Lord. So thank you, you know, and you thank you for being there, bringing the family. Let's wait until later. Let's do it now. Yeah, amen. you know, like you say, guys, say, I'm gonna pray for you. How about now, then? Okay, we're gonna pray for uh, Eric Busby. He said he needs some prayer for wisdom and patience. Let's do that, Lord. We just want to pray for. Uh, Big E's uh, prayer request, just pray for more wisdom, Lord God, as he draws closer to you. And also um, patience, Lord God, help him in that area to, to be more like you. And, uh, and we lift all this up to you, Father God, today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to say hi to Junior Evans. Carol Jones is watching today. Roxanne Galati said the Christmas service was beautiful. Ooh. I think it was too. So prayer number two is an anonymous prayer. We're just going to lift that person up and their their situations. And the third prayer we have for today is also 
uh, anonymous prayer for a single parent who needs housing. Prayer number four is for our friend, our brother Gary Harden has prayers for uh, a young lady named Errol who's struggling with cancer and Shelby has kidney failure. Uh, and I think it was my, uh, Mark who was on hospice and Bill Mary. Bill, if you're watching the show, we love you, praying for you, brother. Love you. Prayer number five is for our friend Mark Foskett, a friend of uh, Patrick's who had that double lung transplant. He's doing better, dude. He seems to be doing well. Uh, Stephanie and her boyfriend, <clears throat> we pray for Tiffany, has a prayer request out there. Uh, prayer number eight has prayers for a marriage. And prayer number nine uh, is praying for uh, this gentleman's wife, Linda. Uh, I want to say hello to Brad Cottrell and all the travelers. I know they got some big plans for 2023, so look to follow up uh, with Brad Cottrell and his travelers. And they uh, they are a great group of people. They seem to really be getting out there. They, they are. The Christmas. Thank you, Brad, for doing that, man. You guys are doing a great job. You really are. Uh, I know uh, Pastor B. Yeah, Pastor B will be proud of you guys. You're doing really, really well. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Mark Dennis says, prayers for the lost. Pray for boldness uh, for the Christians to be bold in the new year. Let's do that uh, right now. Lord, we just want to pray for that we will be bold, that we'll take this message out to those who are lost, like Mark said, and just pray for them. We love those people and, and hope, uh, Lord God, they'll draw closer to you through this wonderful message that we have for them. Um, and you'll change their heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, Mike, do you have anything else? Those are the prayers that I know of. I always like to pray for our military and our police officers and firemen and the mm -hmm. EMT guys and mm -hmm. all the people out there who's working on the, while others are home enjoying. Christmas and holidays, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. we gotta be thankful. We yeah. sure can't cut down on a law enforcement, can we? No, we need that, so keep them in prayer. Um, be let, glad you're not going on the trip anywhere, huh? Yeah, be praying for, let's see, Paul Hall says, oh, Wild Man Dave's on the show too. Wild Man Dave, we wanna say hello to you, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas <laughs> to you. Bad day. Yeah, and Paul Hall says, good morning from the tree stand in Montgomery County. Amen. <laughs> you beat me to it, but maybe I'll be out there and hunt the evening. Mm. I didn't even think about that. It, and Paul, I got to ask you, I guess it's alternative uh, season right now. Alternative in Missouri usually means you can use a black powder, a bow, or a pistol, I think, is, is the... Um, is the deal there. So let me know, Paul. Maybe I'll be in a stand tonight. And uh, I think we're going to have family day and farrier day at the farm tomorrow. So yeah. got plenty to do. We've got a lot to do. Um, and hopefully have a good day. I'm sure we will. Brad Petrus says, we have such great examples how to serve. Uh, not only in the Word, but also pastors and deacons uh, in the church. So that is, we do have a lot of people that represent the Lord well and have Bible travel. So that's super cool. Uh, Mike, do you have anything else that you want to pray about before we get the show started? I want to pray that we realize how much we have to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. That's what that we're... seems uh, easy to look at things going bad, but kind of turn the page and see if we can find some good. Amen. It'll be a lot better for you and make you a little kinder like you stopping earlier on. Yeah, I want to say hello to... Uh, 
Thomas Levio, good morning to you, Thomas. Nice to see you on the show today. Uh, and want to say hello to you and Miss Ellie. Bonnie Moser's on, Bill Heskett's on, <coughs> and Roxanne Glady wants to pray for her children and her sister Linda. So mm -hmm. got to see uh, Roxanne and her son uh, for our Christmas service. Thank you for being there. Uh, so Mike, let's do it. Lift them all up and we'll roll. Dear Heavenly Father, we would just love to feel your guidance your comfort and your strength as we start our day and we ask for healing for those who need healing. We know what the, you're in our thoughts as, and we're listening here and trying to uh, get going this morning. Uh, mm -hmm. Just thank you for everything, Jesus. And mm -hmm. uh, You know what everyone needs, what the spoken and unspoken prayers out there, so if you could just lift them up, find some joy in your day today. Find happiness and serve Jesus. Thank in you. your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, Mike. Uh, and thank you all for praying and continue to pray as we get the show started. Then uh, we're going to reflect on Christmas. We're going to go through the Christmas story a little bit and maybe some other scriptures yeah. that we haven't covered as of late. And then after this week, guys, uh, after we, we do this reflection time, then we're going to go into the New Year, New You yeah. type, New Year, New You type thing, and, and talking about you know the New You. What do you want to do? I, I like doing that. I I know a lot of times people think it's corny to redo that every year, but man, I think it's a great opportunity just to to try to be a little better. You know, like you know, you said be healthier, losing weight, and being conscious about praying and reading your Bible and doing devotions. And right. my, I even heard my daughter saying last night, she said her, her friend wanted to start doing more devotions. And I think that's great. So don't ever think that you have reached the, the apex or the pinnacle of your walk with the Lord, man. It's always there. Uh, and he always desires to grow more intimate with you. Oh, right? Well, perfect example, you read scripture, and uh, three months later or three days later, you read it and you got something going. Oh, There's always new. something there. It's all, always new again. It's like a revolving door, you mm -hmm. know, it's going uh, hit you where you need it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and even in that Christmas story, and um, and what a, what, a, what a great Christmas story it is, but what a great Christmas story when it's retold over and over and over again. And usually it's just about every year, but there's some references we use through the course of the year. We go back to it sometimes, but man, uh, just to, uh, it's kind of like, uh, it's, it's kind of like, it, it's so refreshing to, to read that story and, and, yeah, what God, yeah. and what God done. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to be talking about reflection and reflection is a serious thought or a consideration. So before we dive into that, let me grab our uh, Christmas bulletin. Uh, a lot of you guys may not have seen it, but it's kind of, I love that uh, cover there. Merry Christmas Bulletin. Uh, and we're leaving our decorations up for one more week. Now let me say this to you before you start taking it down. It's fine if that's what you do. But here's, here, I, I want to slow you down just a little bit. Regardless of whether you live in the rural towns or, or, or in the big city, wherever you're watching the show from, and maybe even my friend Dennis who's watching from Arizona. We're not, we don't want to get rid of the thought of Christmas ever, but let's don't be so quick to hurry to take down all the Christmas stuff. That's why we got the candles lit. That's why we got the table decorated. That's why I told the church 
all our church uh, locations to leave the decorations up. Let's take one day where we throw it all back in the crock pot, mm. we reflect on it, and, and let it really get in. You know, it's like kind of drinking a spiritual protein shake, and then let it develop, and then let's get ready for the new year. Remember what Christ done for us, remember how he did it, and all that, and then the following week we'll go into talking about the new year and the new you. So, there's a lot of things on here. There's two mint testimonies. Talk about, it talks about if you would like to give your testimony, make sure you uh, talk to the office about it. Uh, if you'd like to work in the Kingdom Kids, uh, talks about year-end giving if you want to get involved in that. Um, so there's a lot of things uh, that are here in this bulletin uh, you need to know about, or you can look online to, to wrap up uh, 20, 22 and head into 2023. Here's, here's one of the most important pieces of the puzzle going into 2023. This is going to be something I'm going to, I'm going to really push uh, to get people involved in. All it is is a connection card. Okay? Now, in order for you to stay and I stay connected to one another, to God's corporate church, to all that kind of stuff, upcoming events... Mm -hmm. You, you need to be you need to have your name and your phone number on these and and if you don't want to be we don't bug anybody I don't, I don't know that we we only call people if if um, they have prayer requests or something like that so if you don't want to be bugged you don't want to be called or just put it down but we need to have this information so we can keep you guys updated mm -hmm. on what's going on through emails and through all that kind of stuff that's kind that's of part right. of what it is to be connected to a church. Uh, fill these out when you go into church this week and put it in. On the back, it talks about, you know, some things. You know, do you want to follow Jesus? Do you need to be baptized? Where do you want to volunteer at? Um, how much do you want to volunteer? And then the most important out of all, right there, prayer request. Prayer request, prayer request. I would, and, and, Let's try to figure out how to say this. I don't. There are a lot of people. There are a lot of churches that do online prayers. We do those too. We and they're and they're all good. All prayers are good. And and pray for me. Those are good. But when you have something and a, an opportunity to write your prayer request down on a card and get it into the office and have people praying for you, I don't know how it could be any better than that. I think that's Mike. I think that's the one of the best things in the world a church could do for its members. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about just the power of prayer and how you've seen it work in your life? Well, I think it's very important. Prayer is very important. It's very important to have that there. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, it's very important to uh, be able to call your pastors. Or talk with them. And talk with them on confidential prayer requests because there's a lot of prayer requests out there that they don't want sure. everyone knowing. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the whole point of uh, that one-on-one -on -one get together mm -hmm. type of deal. Mm -hmm. I agree. So let's go through this and talk about who's on and then we're going straight into our study and we'll start in the book of Luke in the first chapter. Uh, saying hi to Gloria Lawrence. Got to see her. Uh, Bubba's on the show. Hello to you, Bubba. Uh, got to see him at church uh, Christmas. Uh, Carmella uh, 
uh, is on the show. Mandy Schulte's on the show. Um, Mary Van Griff and Gary Harden is on the show. Uh, Travis Thomas says, yes, the alternative hunt is 24th through the 3rd. So I need to get out. I'll probably get out there tonight then. Pam Baumgartner um, says there's always something new to learn. Shuri Bauer is on the show this morning. Uh, so we got a lot of people on the show. <laughs> Greg Steiger's on the show. So let's get at it. It's time for reflection. Mm-hmm. It's serious thought or consideration. We're going to just pick up high points and boom, 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 move along. Um, so let's go to Luke chapter 1 and start reflecting on the things that God has done, gleaning all the wonderful things out of the story of Christmas and applying them to our lives. So I'm going to start in 126, but we'll stop at 128. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. Okay, so we know this. So here's where we're going to stop. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. So let's stop for a second. So here's what we're going to glean. Favored means to have special advantage. So I looked that up, that definition, because we talked about it all month long. Mary was favored. And we're not going to get into this whole thing. You know, Mary didn't have deity, so don't worry about that. She's favored. How do you get God's favor in your life? And I think we know as the story goes, Mary had favor in her life because God knew that she would be submissive to the challenge that he had for her, right? So him knowing that, God knew he picked the right person for the job. God knew he picked you, he picked me, he picked everybody that's on the show for a job. Now, in order for you to get this favor that Mary has on your life, you have to submit to the calling that the Lord has for you. Quit running. Quit making excuses. Quit putting things before the Lord. God has a plan for your life. Submit to the Lord. Yield to the Lord. Yield to his church. Uh, All that. Mm -hmm. And learn how to be favored. Let me tell you one thing. Another way to be favored. uh, I think that Eric Busby said it. He said, be kind to one another. If we're, started. Yeah, before we move on, if you was just to go up to Luke 2.14, and I talked about this all basically half the month, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among uh, with whom he is pleased. So if you're reading the King James Version of, of 2.14, he talks about, uh, well, let's just read it, Mike. Can you go to Luke 2.14? Luke 2.14, exactly. There's a, there's a point in here I want to make. Glory to God in the highest, and earth, peace, goodwill towards Stop. Men. Goodwill. That's, that's, that could be the important word for the month. For the month of December. Goodwill toward men. 
What is goodwill toward men? Being kind to one another. Bringing good news to one another. Bringing good news to God's church. Bringing good news to the community. Goodwill. Doing good things for people in God's kingdom. Goodwill. That's how you have favor on your life when you act like God wants you to act. And he knows the response of Mary. Mm -hmm. She responds, the favor's on her, and that starts the story of the greatest birth ever, the greatest story ever told. Yeah. Let me add this to it. An angel came to her and said, this presents the greatest moment in human history. Thank you. The announcement of the coming birth of the Lord of glory and the incarnation of God becoming man. So that there's the greatest news that, that you know, that he's coming here to save us. Listen to me. I got to preach on this, guys. Listen. This nonsense about God is supposed to bless people when they don't follow his plan is is so is so shallow and so hypocritical that we're going to go out there and live however we want and God is supposed to have favor on us do, do, do you know do you understand how that sounds to God I'm going to go live however I want I'm going to talk however I want I'm going to be mean I'm going to be snotty and you're going to bless me anyways that is the that is that is the most shallow hypocritical thing I can think of that's a grown adult I'm talking about the world is going to live how they want and somehow they want the blessings of almighty God on their life well you know we all want our blessings we all want our grace but what are we going to we do want our or what we're I just, it just drives me nuts. How in the world do you think you're going to get the favor of God on your life when we don't live the way God wants us to live? We're, we're only two verses into the Christmas story, mm -hmm. and it talks about Mary being favored. Well, if somebody's being favored or highly favored, man, I'm going to study that and figure out how they got all this favor on their life. Or you can go to King David, you can go to any of these greats of the Bible, yeah. the Apostle Paul or whoever it is, you know, and you find out that they lived according to God's word. Well, I believe the closer your relationship is with the Lord, the more you pray, uh, you know, you're not doing it to get highly favored. You're doing it because you want to praise God and get the glory. Give Him the glory. How about the easiest thing you could do? What's that? Next to praying. How about your speech? How about your speech? How about my speech? How do you think God is going to bless your life? James, basically, the book of James, in my personal opinion, is, is pretty much all about speaking. Oh, yeah. I mean, a large portion of it. And that's Jesus' brother. He's uh -huh. telling you as a pastor with a church in Jerusalem how to speak. And it's, this seems like this, this is something that the world just can't get their, their mind wrapped around. 
And I won't even get into the lying part. We're not even going to talk about that. But we need to be able to control our speech. We need to be able to do what God wants us to do. Be kind. It says goodwill toward men. Like Busby said, be kind. And that means in action and in speech. Absolutely. Absolutely. So anyways, did I miss anything on that? Or is it pretty, pretty much wrapped up that I point? I think we kind of got most of that there. All right, I come ask you to go back to Luke uh, one. So we we left off with O favored one. So that'd take you to Luke one twenty nine, if you would, sir. One twenty nine. Yes, sir. It says, uh, and when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. A cast in her mind, and the man of the salvation, this should be. Yeah, it was, so what she's saying is she's trying to figure out, she's going like this. She's trying, she's touching her head going, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what kind of greeting this, this will be. So mm-hmm. go ahead. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for you have found favor with Stop. God. Here we go again. Here's another high point. You have found favor. My gosh. So an angel comes from heaven. And all through this story, it's going, you're favored, you're favored, you're favored, you're favored, you're favored. Man, I'm studying that lady's life. You know what I mean? How is it? Why is Mike Sr. favored, favored, favored? I'm going to pull Mike Sr. aside at church and go, how in the world are you so favored? By the grace of God, you know, being healthy. Well, let me ask you this. How do you walk? How do you talk? How do you act? How do you... Pray. How do you read your Bible? How do you go to church? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm still a work in progress. Yeah, but but <clears throat> but we're all working progress. Sanctification is a process. But somehow or sometimes, some way, you have to pull people aside and go. Listen, if you want the favor of the Lord on your life, you you're going to have to start acting like you you have read your Bible. Get that relationship going. <clears throat> Just like you do on your marriage or your friendships or anything else. You know. Huh? Amen. I mean, you can sit there and say, well, I'm going to do this or that. But if you don't open up that Bible, if you don't make an effort to praise God, where are you going to be? I think effort's the key. Go yeah. ahead. So we're going to... Break your trust is grace and obedience. Amen. Yeah, yeah that's... So... Uh, <clears throat> And behold, you shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. And he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall resign over the house of Jacob forever. And of the kingdom there shall be no end. Stop. Wow, no end. You know yes, yeah, so we'll work backwards here. And, and I'm just going to, this all be paraphrased here. Okay. And, and what was, would you end on 30 or 31 or something like that? Uh, we finished on 33. 33, okay. Um, he's the, so here's here's the guy. Here's the God man. Here's the Savior of the world. So he's getting ready to be born. She's telling him this prophecy. He's going to be the son of the Most High. He's going to have the throne over his father, David. And there's not going to... Uh, and, and over, he basically, he says, over the house of Jacob, which means Israel, and his kingdom will have no end. So if all of this is true, and we know it is, I'm going to serve that guy. Yes. 
There's kingdoms no end. He doesn't have it. There's no limitations on him. Wow, I'm in. No limitations. There's no end to his kingdom. He's reigning over everything. He has dominion over everything. I'm serving that guy. Amen to that. I'm serving that guy. So she's got favor on her. I need to figure out how she acts. And then the birth is with this baby, Jesus. And when he is born, he is going to have this deity. So I'm going to serve him and consult her to figure out how to live. Amen. Hello. Man, I, I wish I, can, I need to watch this to preach back to myself. <laughs> he, he, his kingdom has no end, and then I need to learn how to live through her. And we already know, let's just, here's her attributes. She's not afraid. She, she's ready to serve. She recognizes the calling on her life. And she walks in humbleness and with a servant's heart. You think she pops off in traffic? Probably not. <laughs> you think she popped off when she's walking that 80 miles carrying a kid? Oh, him again. <laughs> uh, amen. <laughs> amen. Okay, my baby Jesus. Yeah. Ah. Let's keep going. Go on. You were on 33. These, these are high points, so we're reflecting. So I'll be talking about this this weekend. Then Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Spirit shall come upon you, and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. Therefore also the holy thing which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. You know how we can become son and children of God, don't you? Except Jesus. Hey, that's the key. Mm -hmm. And he would be a follower hey. of God. That's good news, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And the power of the highest shall overshadow you, and there are also that holy thing which shall be born, you shall be called the Son of God. Mm -hmm. And behold, your cousin Elizabeth, she also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called a barren. Hey, now here's something I never thought about. You got this youngest, Mary, who's mm -hmm. still a teenager, mm -hmm. Then you have her cousin Elizabeth, who we thought was barren all these years, mm -hmm. having a baby. That's right. So you got young, and uh, so this story Mary was favorite to carry Jesus, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, so, and that's what Elizabeth calls her, old, old blessed one. How is yeah. it that you were carrying uh, my, my Savior? Mm -hmm. Elizabeth recognizes it. Uh, so. We'll end this part here, Mike. It's, uh, in 37, it says, For nothing will be impossible with God. Verse 38 says, Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be according to your word. Okay, so there's the key that unlocks all the doors. Say, say it with me, class. Let it be. Let it be. And um, put an asterisk by that, and we're going to go back to that, and that's what we'll talk about this weekend. And, and I know I hammer that home a lot, but... What would happen if the whole world just finally submitted today? All over, all over through California and New York and Utah and Texas and all the Everybody from every walk of life in the United States says, let it be. Well, you know, we're all by one day. Let it be. And then God says, okay, now I can use 
Johnny and Susie mm-hmm. and all the, they finally said, let it be, let it yeah. be. Use me for what you birthed me for. Let it be. I'll concede. I'll submit. Yeah. I'll bow down. The problem with what we're happening in the world, nobody <coughs> wants to bow down. They're bowing down to the wrong thing. They bow down to the retail uh, stores. They bow down to the, you know, to the internet. They bow down to the to their jobs and all these things. They bow. They take and eat everything except God. If you will just let God be or work in your life and say, I'm finally there, I want you to take over my whole being, you will be a different person. Well, that's the whole thing about uh, being a believer. You know, up until an end in a week, your job is on forever. Hey, your job isn't over at the coming Friday night, Mm -hmm. you know. You know, it's kind of like this, and this is is kind of an offshoot of it, but, but tell me if this is... You feel this way, and, and 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 not to hawk on tithing or anything. That's not what this is about. I had a guy tell me. He said, "You know, a lot of times people think that when they have gotten to ten percent in their giving, they finally arrived. And ten percent in giving is just the ground floor. That's what God has required. So you can always. What the, I say all that for this reason. You can always grow." In Christ, mm-hmm. just because you prayed in the morning and prayed at night, doesn't mean you can't pray in the middle of the day. Yeah, just yeah. because you've done one hospital visit, doesn't mean you can't do another one this month. Or, you know, just because you were boxing on Monday, doesn't mean you can't go on Thursday, right? So there's always room for growth when you're following the Lord. So trust the process, trust the Savior, and submit to His kingdom and His dominion. Yes, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bill Evans says, Amy, automatically translated. All right. Uh, Mary Van Gerr said, let it be. And Mark Dennis says, use me for what you birthed me for. Uh, obviously, I've told you for years, most dangerous prayer you could ever pray. Mike, let's keep going. Luke 2, we're going to talk about the high points. All right, we're you want to start on uh, 1 through 7? Uh, yes. And it came to pass in those days that there went out decree of Caesar's Augustus and that all the world should be taxed. Well, you know, we... Uh, Mark, look at this. Mark says we talked about 10% Bible study last night. If we all gave 10% in all areas of our lives, how blessed we would be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's just that could be a whole message, and maybe I, I need to get into that. You know what I like doing? Just since Mark brought that up, remember the blessed life? How we did that for like three weeks or something, or the blessed life series? Mm-hmm. And uh, man, that was awesome. But anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? I think we should go ahead and start on seven. Okay. That, all right. And she brought forth her firstborn son. And wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. And because there's no room for them in the end. Mm-hmm. So Want to say hi to Linda Hart? She's on the show this morning, too. Well, we've got some people on. We've got a lot show. of people on today. Great, so uh, so did everybody go back to work? I think everybody. Uh, or is, yeah. I know the kids aren't back at school, but is everybody? are you going back to work today? You got to be on the job? I'm on the job. You know what? Uh, <laughs> 
Rita Cole's on the show this morning. Good morning. If I was on a job, they'd say, you better go home, old man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, let's talk about it. Verse 7, Mike says, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and lied him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. What do you think about the, we all know that the wrapping of the the swaddling clothes and the cloths and all that back then were for a lot of reasons. One for protection, one because they traveled and the, Babies, parts wouldn't be rattled around in there and all that kind of stuff. So that was very common that they kind of, they kind of, what do you call that? When It's kind of like a womb or a papoose or something, whatever. They wrapped them babies like that just so they would be really safe. Uh, light them in a manger, which is a, is a trough cut out of a rock in a cave uh, because there's no place for them in the end. Mm. That in itself is a story. No place for them in the end. Uh, and I think that's the way the world is. It, it shows you basically a prophecy of what is to come for the future. The government don't want Jesus in. The schools don't want Jesus in. You know, they don't want you to, <clears throat> you know, do this kind of thing. So they try to keep Jesus out. But our goal is to keep Jesus in. Absolutely. Right? All the time. Regardless um, of where we go. Um... So what do you guys think about that? They laid him in the manger because there was no place for them in the end. And I've told you that in the end, he dives between two thieves on a cross and right in the middle of a mess, but becomes the greatest messenger of all time. And he does all that in 33 years. And actually, his public ministry was only three years long. Right? Yes. Okay, go to verse 8. So that's another high point in there. Uh, is the, he's born in this manger. So take it away in verse 2.8. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. Got to stop you here. All right. And I, and I looked at this over and over again. So I'm kind of a Bible geek. And I just, I just feel like sometimes I really need to look at it again. This was one that I looked at over and over again in 2.9. Let's look at it. Um, And I don't know that I studied it as much as as God just revealed this to me. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. So an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were all filled with great fear. Now, we find out soon, down through the story, the whole heavenly host comes. So what is the the heavenly host? It has to be angels. Mm -hmm. So Gabriel comes to the... You know, we know that Gabriel talks to different people in the Bible, and he, and he comes to the shepherd boys, mm-hmm. people that are living on the hill outside of town, and, and gives them this message. And then the whole heavenly host, I mean, enamored with the heavenly host, how many angels came with him? Mm-hmm. You'd have to think it would be millions. I don't know. <laughs> the whole sky was filled full of them. That might be something a little overwhelming, wouldn't it? It would overwhelm anyone. So that's another high point to remember that when the angel comes, he brings the whole heavenly host. Mike, so start back up in verse 9, please. And lo, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Okay, so here I'm listening again. So 
I told you, I want to say hi to John Shank. Hello. Thank you for being on the show, John Shank. Um, let's look at this. So we're going to, we're looking at high points. We're reflecting on the story, gleaning all the wonderful parts out of it. They're all wonderful, but some that really speak to us. So here they are. Mary's favored. We're looking at that. Um, we're going to serve this baby, baby child that she delivers this mm -hmm. Jesus, because he's the son of the most high. His kingdom has no end. He's going to reign forever. So we're going to serve, we're going to serve him. Act like Mary. Now we're back here, and, and all the angels are showing up with these shepherds. We're going to take notice of that. They came to deliver a message and news to these shepherds for a reason. And, and we know the story. After they see baby Jesus, they come back up, run back up the hill, and mm -hmm. you know, kicking their heels, and they're filled with joy, and they're shouting. And all that, and I believe that God delivered or gave them this message because they're the kind of people who aren't scared to tell people about Jesus. So they were the first messengers, really, maybe of the New Testament um, that I see. Yeah. Uh, so that's something to take notice of. Let's see. Let's see what the angels say to the shepherd boys. Mike, can you start back up in verse ten? And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. And for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel with a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to the world toward men. Stop. Again, I don't mean to wear this out, Mike, but I got, I'm just talking about high points, talking about reflection. So the, these, they come to the guys. We know they're favored, too, because the whole heavenly host from heaven's there. God sends them all there. Says, here's the message. What is the message? 2.14, here's the message. Glory to God in the highest. So it's glory to God in the highest. You're the highest. You're, you're more important than my... Uh, new car. You're more important than my my wristwatch. You're more important than being on Facebook. You're more important than being right. You're more important <clears throat> than my job. You're more important than anything in the whole wide world. Okay, got it. And what does he say? Peace. And if you're reading out of King James, what does he say? Goodwill toward men. Yes, I'd like to add this. Oh, Lord, please do. Jesus is that peace. During his approximate 33 years of life on earth, the Roman Empire was rolling at peace. And it was because the Prince of Peace was here, and peace will not return until Jesus. Returns. Read that one more time. Please. Jesus is at peace. During his approximate 33 years of life on this earth, the Roman Empire was relatively at peace. And... Because the Prince of Peace was here, peace will not return until Jesus returns. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. All right. I want to comment here. So Junior Evans says, I'd love to see my brother and my sister watching where they are. Praise God for that, Junior. And I want to say, uh, Mark says, amen. Be bold. Mm -hmm. um, let's go back to this little nugget here. As a matter of fact, I'm so enamored with this little chunk. 
in two, excuse me in two fourteen the goodwill towards men and the peace and, and mm -hmm. with and, and, and the peace rests on those who he's pleased. Well, Basically, we that's what he about says. Peace a couple weeks ago, remember? How yes. Once you get to know the Lord, the peace comes over you. The peace comes over you. It's soul peace, and I talked to you about that and, and how my uncle prophesied that over my life. He said, when you get the peace of God, you get peace that is soul peace, mm -hmm. and you can only get it from him. Okay, so all that's true. Let's go back and look at it. So we're supposed to give goodwill toward men. We're supposed mm -hmm. to be nice, uh, and, and, and obviously always to the, to the believers first because these things you're supposed to do to your church first. So the church and the kingdom can grow, and then you're supposed to take it out to the world. Amen. Goodwill toward men. And then peace, he's going to have peace rest on those who he's pleased with. So if you're struggling with turmoil, mm -hmm. if you're struggling with everything all the time, you may not be pleasing the Lord. Because he said those who are please the Lord will have peace in their life. So if you have a lot of turmoil in your life still to this day, you may want to go back and reflect on what it is that's going on in your life. So you can start, if you're always mad, you're always finger pointing, you're always thinking somebody else is the cause of it, go back to your life, do some inventory and find out what's going on. Because right here he says, peace is on those whom he's with, is pleased. You know, when you say that, please, that man, no worries about this bill, no worries about this health issue, no worries. All the time, all the time. People, people and live like that. They're, they're tormented by the world. They're tormented by people. They finger point. They talk out of school. The only way you can get the soul peace from the Lord is to sit still and let God's grace be poured out on you. Let his grace be poured out on you. Sit still. Repent. Apologize. Get back on board with God. Leave the knuckleheads. Right. Leave the knucklehead way of life. There's more to life than getting high and getting by. Mm -hmm. Remember that? What, what kind of life is that, just getting by? Huh? Well, I'm getting by. Well, what the heck does that mean? You're telling me that's what Jesus died for is so you can get by? That's not what John 10.10 10 says. No, it isn't. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I come to give life and give it to the full. You're absolutely right. What do you mean getting by? You were getting by when you were working at the gas station. That ain't the, that ain't the life God you wants. You to get by, yeah, that's right. Hey, I'm getting by. What does getting by mean? Getting by that's what it means. You know what? When somebody says that, that's just kind of an excuse why you're not living the abundant life, isn't it? I guess, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, getting by is not why Jesus died on the cross, for heaven's sakes. No. I mean, you know, any good servant wants the abundant life. I mean, why do you work harder if you don't want the abundant life? See, see, that's what we've taken away. We've taken away the true rewards program. Hard work gets blessed. Slothfulness does not. Uh -huh. I mean, this says that in the Bible. You go through Proverbs. That's, all of Proverbs is made up of God's favor being on those who not only seek Him but work hard. Absolutely. You know so, that. yeah. So, anyways.
So I think things are going quite well today. Things are opening up a little bit. What do you think? Oh, I love it. Let's see how much time we've got. Oh, we only got eight minutes. All right. So glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those who he's pleased. So if you don't have the peace of the Lord, go back on your knees, do a little inventory. Mike, we only got five verses, 15 through 20. Go ahead and let her rip. Um, in Luke? Yeah, Luke 2, 15 through 20. <laughs> and it came to pass, as angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is to come to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph. Whoa, whoa, and the whoa, baby whoa. Lying in the manger. Haste? Haste? Uh, that means when they heard the message, they took off. I talked about that. Don't, don't, don't piddle the day away. Right. Don't wait around. I told you that. When you go to get more supplies and you leave the kid there, mm -hmm. you tell him you want him to work with haste. Mm -hmm. You don't want him to, when you come back, do you want to see him sitting on a bucket <laughs> and then tell you he didn't know what to do? Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Well, you've got everything done. You ever heard that? Oh, don't get me started on it. It's done. It's never going to be done. That is done, but what about this, this, this? What about that? the other 19 things to do? When you say go with haste, that means get her. Watch this, Mike. Get her done. Get it done, yes. It does. Don't come back on the job site and find your apprentice sitting on a bucket waiting for you to be there. What, I mean, back when you was in the trade, there wasn't phones. What would you do now if you came back to the job site and the boy was sitting on a bucket playing games on his phone? You know, I don't know how. It'd be really hard to be a boss today. It would be, uh, my, my brother told me, he said, there ain't no way you can still be in the trade, the way they treat these kids nowadays. They treat them like they're in romper room. Yeah, well, you know what, that's what we... That's what you got. That's what you got. That's what we, uh... You know, that's what they think is a good life, getting less and getting more. How you like that? How, how long does that Hey, let's uh, do less and get more. What do you think, Pat? I don't think it's... That, that, dog don't, that dog don't hunt here. It never worked that way when I was... That dog don't hunt here. You do less, you get less. Look at your paycheck. <laughs> That reflects the work that you've done. Uh-huh. Amen. Amen to that. Did I tell you everybody don't get a trophy? They don't, do they? You get a trophy for exceeding. Selling. All right, go ahead. You only got a couple more. <laughs> Mark says, three, two, one, go. And when they seen it, they made none aboard that saying which was told them concerning this child. And they all... And all they who heard it wondered at those things which were told by them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart, meaning that she thought about them almost constantly and no wonder. You, you know what? That's a deal right there. I bet you she did do a lot of thinking about what was going to happen now. Yeah. the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to be this and that. I mean, you know, 
That'd be something to think about. Big you time. Young woman having your first child. Yep, big time. She pondered her heart. Let's go to this real quick and we'll go back to what you're saying. Brad Cottrell said, I'm at the point where I don't blame the worker. I blame the leadership for allowing the cancer to grow. And that that's true. Leadership is everything. And the cancer will grow if um, you don't take care of it. Yeah. Leadership. I'd like to be working and you go up to a guy and say, what are you doing? He'd say, nothing. <laughs> you think he'd last long? Not, not on my watch. <laughs> Mark Dennis says, yes, sir. And Lori Ridley's on the show. Thank you, guys. I think we are officially out of time. Uh, so we can reflect a lot of things. Let's take away the positives. Let's see if I can remember them. You think I, I got a very good memory? Yes. It's just say it's decent and I'll feel decent. Good. Very okay. decent. All right. I'm just stay with me. Uh, so we need to figure. So <clears throat> Jesus is is going to be born and called the Son of the Most Highest. So I'm going to serve Him, and His kingdom has no end. I'm going to serve that guy. Amen to that. I want to be like Mary because she's highly favored in carrying the Christ child. I need to figure out how she lives and how she acts. Um, oh, there was two more points. I'm, my memory's not as good as... Uh, let's see, verse 7. Uh, wrapped in the clothes. Oh, they come, the shepherd boys. Mm -hmm. So it was only three. The she and then the shepherd boys. <coughs> they get the, the message... Same thing. They were favored. Angel came. The whole heavenly host came. Gave them the download. They went and seen it. It was true. They came back and they told everybody where they went. Amen. So the high points are, remember what God has told you. Share it with people. Uh, and, and share goodwill towards all of mankind. And if you need that peace and want that peace... The Lord. So my memory's decent. Amen to that. And yours is great. No. For you know all things. No. Bible related. Only the tigers. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. So you got Pastor Pat and Mike Wood Sr., the living legend, Santa Claus, number one helper. And we are done reflecting on the things of God right now, but we'll reflect on them the rest of the day as we go about our merry way and hopefully you will too remember two things jesus loves you and i love you have a great day in the lord have a great day in the lord we'll see you later. Finally, thank you for this show today thank you for everyone listening we ask that you continue to bless us guide us and lead us and we just love you so much and we want to tell the world about you amen amen, amen. we'll see you guys